And welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined, as always, by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.aw samtownsendmusic.aw Now, this is new. Is it? This is new. This isn't another one of your seemingly endless parade of repeated countries. Well, as you know, I've got a lot of... uh, Time on your hands. <laughs> no, I've got a lot of, 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 of uh, websites. Yes, you have. And yeah, so that's, uh, that's things sure. can get a little bit muddled at they times. They can, but AW, that's a, that's I've, a taxing uh, one. I've been there this week. Have you? Working on the new headquarters. Well, I know for a fact. Is it Arundel? No. But that is rare. <laughs> that, is that, a is town, rare. that is a town within the UK, as you, as you damn well know. But that is where you went. I, did, I have been to Arundel this week, but I've also been to another. Wallingford. No, no, another country. Oh, right, okay. Uh, I, do you know, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to need a clue, because all I can think of is countries beginning with A that don't have a W in. So has this country got a W in its name? Well, think, think of a tuba. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not helped. Okay. What sprang to mind at that point? A tuba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pictured a tuba. What, the instrument? Yes. Okay. Not a potato. Oh! But that, won't help right. you, that won't help you either. Oh, okay. It, it just so happens to this this country that I've been to this week rhymes with a tuba. Oh, Aruba. Yes, Aruba. Fantastic. Why has that got a W in it? Presumably AR was gone. Yeah, I suppose. Argentina grabbed that, I imagine. Yes, probably, or um, Arundel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Wallingford. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, hello and welcome, Sam. We, you find us, uh, dear listener, you find us in a, another bitterly cold podcast garage. Yes, it's March the something or other, the 12th, and it, for some reason it's still bitterly cold like winter. Well, I think, they, don't they say that March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb? They and, do say and that. And we are halfway through, so March is currently... Uh, when, when pushed to compare March to an animal. To two animals. Yeah, <laughs> two animals. That's what they say. Yes, they do. I'm excited. I am. We're going to... Well, for a couple of reasons. One, because we're going to be talking about a fantastic subject. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> but also because we're going to have a game. The Tapping Game. Yes. We had a wonderful drum ambassador, JJ, a.k.a. Magic Johnson, a.k.a. Jack Johnson, a.k.a. Double Fishhooks, on last episode. Yes, And he did. said, why don't you play the tapping game anymore? And we said... We will. Yes. Play the tapping game. We don't know why. No, we didn't know why. We, well, we do. We forgot. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those we things that just of... phased its way out of existence. We forgot about it. Yes. So, are you going to go first? I'll go first. I'll, I'll Can you remember what the scores are? Yes, it's 22-10 to me, I think. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. I think <laughs> okay. we might have to start again. Okay. Now, I've purposely made this very difficult. So, okay, are you ready? Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm but, I, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have a guess. Okay, sure. And oh, so this is for the full ten points. I forgot. I can't the, remember the scoring system. The exact scoring system, but I think first guess is ten, second guess is seven, third guess is five, it's, fourth guess is three, it's anyone's and guess. fifth guess is one. I mean, I, I, yeah, but it wasn't there sometimes when you could jump in, but if you got it wrong, you didn't get any points. Yeah, that was in the old scoring system. This is the new scoring system. All right. First of all, I'm going to say potentially that is um, parallel universe. 
That's right. Oh, yeah. It's not. No. Okay. No. A sense it's it's not. Cl- it wasn't close. That guess. Can you do it again for me? Yeah. Sure. All right. We're gonna have to. Oh no! It was you. you it wasn't guesses. It was clues. Yes. Okay. So I'll have a clue. Then you get okay. two points knocked off. I'll get. Well, I won't say exactly why Parallel Universe wasn't a bad guess. Oh. But it wasn't a bad guess. Okay. That's not the clue, is it? <laughs> That's the clue, yeah. <laughs> a terrible clue. Right, well, so now I'm... you have to think about what, what I might be sort of hinting at there. Uh, this velvet glove. No, you'd gone down the wrong route there. Yeah. Ah, okay. Oh, um, it begin. It... University speak, no. It begins with P. Ah, it didn't sound anything like porcelain. You sure? Porcelain. <laughs> porcelain. Do you know Slim? Porcelain. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. It starts with P. It does. I'm blanking on uh, chili songs that sound anything like that that start with a P. Purple stain. No. Hmm. So that's. Another, do you want another clue? Yes. It's a type of building. Ah, pub. That's <laughs> <laughs> a great Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Trouble at the pub. pub. <laughs> no. So that's hang on, that's ten, seven, five. So this no, is no, three. eight, six, four. Oh, you've changed it again. <laughs> <laughs> this is for four. Um, I t- I'll have another clue. Okay. Um, you either don't want to find yourself there, mm. or oh, prison. No. <laughs> no. Okay, I give up. Or you might go there to report a crime. Ah, paper. <laughs> <laughs> Police station. <laughs> okay, right. so do you want to sing and I'll, I'll tap along? Uh, okay. So this no, is no, the... Hang on, let's, let's, let's hear the beat. I've got a question. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Are you claiming that's police station? <laughs> right, now you sing along and you'll see why it is. So I'll do the initial drum roll in. Okay, now go. Saw you at the police station and it breaks my heart to say, ooh ah, ooh ah. I don't, I don't see it. I don't think anybody was getting police station. No, I told thing. you I'd made it intentionally hard. All right, well, I've got one for you now then. Okay. I've been quite nice. I mean, my, mine's easier. Your last guess was interesting when you knew it was a building and you said paper. Well, I thought you might go to a paper house. No, a newspaper. Yes. Oh, true. The headquarters of a newspaper. Yes. <laughs> okay, <ready? laughs> Here we go. I think that's pretty good. If you're not getting that from that. Anything? At all? Uh, no. Clue? Uh, no, I'll, I'll have a guess. Um, I'll go for... It's difficult not to just name the songs that you've just guessed. <laughs> You're going to say paper. <laughs> oh, no, pub. that's right, the paper or pub. pub. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, I'll go okay. for, for paper. Go for pub. <laughs> it's not paper. Okay. Okay, so here's your clue. The song features a city in it. Names okay. a city. The name of a city? Yes. 
Okay, no, you get, that's too long. Too Dead long. air is a crime. Okay, well, yeah, but we just... Okay, just, the, next one, the next clue is this song references California. Okay. I mean, I just don't know, Ben. Okay, well, next clue is, I'll tell you what it starts with. Yeah. It starts with an E. What does it end with an E? Oh. Do you want to hear the beat again? Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was just uh, treating this like a quiz. Summertime. Emmett Rimmer. He's right. Well done. Well done indeed. Four points. I thought it was a song with a, with a city. You said it was a song with a city in the title. Yeah. No, with a city. They talk about a city. Mm. Well, I would have guessed that earlier had you given the proper clear. Right. Anyway, well done. Good game. Yes, so four, I, four points to you. Four points each. I didn't get any points. A draw. No, a win for me. Yeah, I'm on zero. And I'm on four. Because I said pub and paper. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> All right. A wonderful game of the tapping yeah, game. A great game. A little bit on the sluggish side, for which I apologize. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I'll tighten that we'll up. We'll tighten that down. I'll tighten that up in the edit. Excellent. Right. We are talking today about... Well, a, a mishearing of a lyric, really, aren't we? Yes, and there's a name for that. Uh, uh, it's, yes, yeah, a Mondegreen. A Mondegreen. Hmm. We are here today to celebrate a very famous Mondegreen. We really are here to celebrate a very famous Mondegreen. And that Mondegreen is from the song Right on Time. I have, for all of my life, all of my life, Sam, yes. sung along to uh, not... During the course of Right on Time, not Get On 1999. No. But Good Old 1999. I think we all have. Good Old, with the D taken off. Good Old 1999. Mm. So, we have, this is episode 99. As I'm sure many, many people are aware. We're going to talk about 1999, the pivotal year, so that ties together nicely. The pivy, the pivy year, if you will. Yeah. The next episode... Of course, is episode 100, and that is a monumental time for us. It is. We will be talking, of course, about blood, sugar, sex, magic. We will. Unbelievably, we've got through 19, <sighs> we would have got through 99 episodes of talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers without talking about blood, sugar, sex, magic. I think we've some, done very well. Some said that couldn't be done. Thank you for sticking with us. Because we were scared. We were scared. We thought we'd run out of content until we realised that there's basically a never-ending supply of content. <laughs> so... So, as you'll find out today, we're talking about a year. A Re- pivotal year. A bit, oh, what a huge year. For us, personally, uh, in our experiences of going to see the band, we'll talk well, about Well, and our that. ages. And our ages. We've talked about these things previously, but across numerous episodes a long time ago. This is what we call the collection point for 1999. It says, that's exactly what we, we, we call it. There's that cuckoo. And the cuckoo's confirmed the cuckoo, it. The cuckoo agrees. <laughs> yes, it is called the collection point. This is the collection point. We're going to talk about our thoughts, our experiences. We're going to focus on two gigs. We're going to look at three songs from a gig they played in June at, uh, in Stockholm at Sodra Tierturn. Yes, Juni. Yeah, we're going to look at three songs from there. We're going to look at three songs from a monumental gig for us. Ugh. The Reading Festival in 1999. First time we ever saw the them. First time we ever saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And, uh, and we're going to talk about our experiences also seeing them in London, Wembley in 1999. London in the summertime. London in the summertime. Well, was it the summer? It was November. Was it? <laughs> Shut that phone <laughs> Wow. It's all going off here. You've got whistles, cuckoos. Yeah, I think it was November. We'll have to date, we'll have to date check. That. Okay. And so I, I can check that now. It was. It was the 6th of November, 1999. Oh, it's just before your birthday. Yeah. Well, maybe that, oh, that's why I got the big top. 
That was a birthday oh, present. Oh, your birthday. Right. Okay, so anyway, that's GC. We've got to save that for later. So you bought your big top. Vanessa bought me the big top. The house ambassador bought Planning me the big Planning ahead top. for when you gain a lot of weight. Yeah. Which I'm still working 20, on. <laughs> 24 years later. Still don't fit me. Still not fit Yes. But it's good, good forward planning. It's bloody good quality, that top. That's a great quality top. £50 pounds worth at the time. So, so now that would be... Well, we know how much their bloody merch is. It yeah. costs an absolute fortune. I said to that girl in Manchester while I was leaving the, the um, Golden Circle, hey, I love that bomber jacket you bought. Yes. How much was it? And it's like 130 quid or yeah, something. Yeah, so I believe Sam Shepard bought one. Wow. Well, fair play. Mm. Fair play to Sam Shepard. And shout out to Sam Shepard, Quizmaster Extraordinaire. Quizmaster Extraordinaire. Uh, and proud owner of a very expensive jacket. Enough about 2023. That's not what we're here to talk about. No, we're not. Let's rewind. Let's go back in time, shall we? And across the ocean to Stockholm, to uh, to Sweden, to Stockholm. To Sweden, to to Stockholm. Stockholm. (laughs) To the Sodra Theatre, and I believe that means the Sodra Theatre. I believe it does. Have you ever been to Sweden? No. Well, only virtually. Yeah, I've never been to Sweden. So, should we go back in time? Love to. Oh, we're going to listen to... Should we say what we're going to listen to? Oh, yes. Three songs taken from the gig in Sweden, Stockholm. Stockholm, Sweden. Yes, Stockholm, Sweden. Sweden, Stockholm. It's the June the 4th, 1999. It's, in fact, the 11th gig of 1999. And shall we just actually talk a little bit about the timelines here? Let's, let's just reference the timelines. <laughs> you think we were going to start... We, we, we had just gone back in time, but it didn't happen. <laughs> no, we'll go the back time, in time machine again was broken. So, looks like John's first show back was June the 5th, 1998. 13 performances in 1998. And those Which pre- isn't, isn't an absolute shitload. Well, no, because John had to come back... Mm, then think about leaving. Set, yeah, they had to, he had to settle in... Um, they were obviously writing Cali stuff because you'll see if you go to the uh, wonderful uh, website RHCP Live Archive, yes, you will see that they're starting to integrate Cali stuff into those shows at that point. Yes, the graduation had that. started to take place. So, 1998, show-wise, wrapped up on September the 20th, just after my birthday. 1999 start uh, started show-wise on May the 15th. So, and Cal- so Callie was recorded December 1998 to March 1999, that period of time. So mm-hmm. those 1998 shows, and here, in fact, the first show that we're going to watch at the uh, Sodratir turn in uh, Sweden, Stockholm, <laughs> they're playing, is before the release of Californication. Yes. Okay. Um, so if you're living in um, Sweden, Stockholm, Sweden, Sweden, Stockholm, or anywhere, yes. Scar Tissue was out. By June the 4th, 1999. Yeah, and there's two things that had hindered their ability to perform live. One was, of course, the scar tissue. And the other was that they were tending to porcelain. Very good. And actually, yeah, the scar tissue was hindering their ability to plug their VHS player into the telly. Yes, and porcelain had fallen upon very difficult times. Porcelain. Yes, exactly. Despite that, so scar tissue had been released, okay? Cali hadn't been released. That was released on June the 8th. So this is pre-Cali, this show. Mm. Pre the release, and they start with uh, Emit Remus, which is an interesting opener. But we're going to crack on into it now. We're going to crack on into it. We're watching the version that has. Oh, it's by our old good old friend. Well, is it? Because I think our friend was called Orpheo Pomp, wasn't it? Ah. This is the Orpheo Nine 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 Nine. 
We're watching the version <laughs> Is by... Is it a different person? By the Orfeo 9999. Possibly Orfeo Pomp by any other name. We don't know. No, we've no idea. Um, so this version that we're watching misses Under the Bridge, which was played. It misses um, Yertle the Turtle, and it misses a kind of freaky, styly medley. So, yeah, we're going to... We're going to go and check that out. We're going to just listen to Emmett Rimmers first, aren't we? Yeah, we are, yeah. And it's odd, actually. You watch this and you hear the, the literal song, Blood Sugar Sex Metal, or stuff from Blood Sugar, yes. getting bigger cheers than when they start playing Californication. Yes. It's, it's, it's a real mind-bender, really. Well, that is, is natural for the time. Of course, yes. And for some, it could still still could still be natural. If they started playing Blood Sugar Sex Magic, when we need to You know, it's only natural. Mm. Very good. So, uh, the getaway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now let's go back in time. Ready? Here we go. We come backwards ah. out of summertime. Yes. Well done. Thank you. What? Uh, I'll tell you what, Sam. These chilies are red hot. They really are, Ben. And I'll tell you something else. They're mm. very hairy at this stage. I'll tell you what. And young. Yes. The young, <laughs> they hot, so young. The young hot, hairy peppers. Oh, they really are. And who's that hippie that they've got playing guitar? That hippie from the 1970s? Yes. It's the, a young man. Who goes by the name of John Fruscianti? John Anthony Motherfucking Fruscianti. Yes, back unbelievable. In the band. Let's just put it in context. He's he's a man. Joined the band. Yes. He's left the band. Yes. He's joined the band at this point. Yes. Um, he's back. He joined. So at this, yeah, and at this point, we were all thinking he's back in the band forevermore. At this point, we're thinking, how do we pronounce his surname? We don't yet know. We've only just fa- no, no. That's <laughs> we right. we will find out in about we four days' time. We will find out soon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It will be a life-changing moment. Yes. Who is this young hippie, Jean Fuscianti? Yeah. We, we used to say to ourselves. And how fantastic is he looking? Oh, he looks incredible. Yeah. What, what a get-up. What a get-up. What, what a head of hair. What a face. Oh, you'll see later on when we watch um, uh, one, the second of these three songs from his performance. There's a, it's just there's a, a bit of a, like kind of a medium shot on him, just wobbling his head and yeah. loving life. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. And so he's back. He's talked... A lot about at that time, he didn't have the chops that he'd previously had. Obviously, Cali is an album where it's not a, a kind of guitar virtuoso album by any means. He had chosen, in fact, to try to get a tone and a style of playing that he described on uh, when talking to Rick Rubin as, as weak mm. because he felt that that tone allowed Flea and Chad to 
to shine through. While at the same time playing to his strengths. Oh, absolutely. Which I mean, were, shall we say, minimalised. Yeah, it was, it was kind of minimalist guitar playing mm. at that point. On the album, I'd see what you're saying. But, you know, when they're playing live, there's nothing weak about this, this noise. No, no, exactly. And, and his development as a guitar player was constant. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. So, yes, yes. so you know, the, it, it, his playing live just evolved exponentially, really. Yeah, by the time you get to, to Stadium, obviously, that's the Guitar Virtuoso that's album. The that's the heavily layered... Yeah, it's the pinnacle for that style of playing. Of that particular... That particular chessboard. Yes. If uh, Baron van Munchausen was to ejaculate uh, four young fellows... Four young hairy fellows. No, four particular fellows. John Frusciante, John Frusciante, Joan Frusciante and Jane Frusciante yes. onto a chessboard, then I think Rick Rubin would be the, the perfect player for that particular board. To manipulate those particular JFs. Yeah, those four, those four different people. <laughs> Excellent analogy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So let's talk a bit, bit about this performance then. What do you make of that performance? This was one of your choices. And I, I think I should start by saying that it's not one of my favourite songs on the album, traditionally. However, I think it makes for an absolute banger live. Yeah, it, it's for me as well, it's not one of my particularly favourite songs. Certainly, I think it's an odd choice to open a show with when people haven't heard that song before. Yeah. Because it's not a... It's not a grabber is it it's not a get up and go no but it, it's it it ticks certain boxes for a for a live opener though go on then partly uh box one screechy guitar okay if that is a pre, if that is a prerequisite yeah. it certainly achieves box that. two it goes it goes hard it certainly goes hard. and it, it although it doesn't build massively it does go through certain phases and it ends with somewhat of a crescendo. Yeah, no, it does. And you'll notice that John develops what he's doing with it. You know, all the way through, he's got that kind of single note work for the verses. Mm. What he does on the last verse is he's actually, you can hear the difference because the camera's not on him, but you think this is a lot more aggressive, this guitar sound. Pan, and then when you see the wide shot, he's over by the amplifiers yeah. and he's really wrangling that feedback. He's yes. treating it like a lion, if you will. A lion in the summertime. Uh, yes, a, a California bear. Yes, if you will. Yeah, and f I think it's it's a great showcase for Flea. Yeah, because it's an unusual part for Flea. Yes, there's a ow, ow, ow. and and Chad shines. Well, it's a lot of floor tom work, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because and I like him, Tom. <laughs> floor tom. <laughs> floor tom. Yeah, yeah. But he will say on the floor. Anyway, he's very good friends with Rack Tom. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, floor Tom. He, he's he's lazy. That's probably one of his one of his only downsides. Yeah, really. right. It's his main thing. Is it's, it's his defining it's feature? It's a major characteristic. <laughs> it's so where's, much. Where's he's so associated with it. We've named it. But it's called Floor Tom. Where's Tom? Which one? Floor Tom. Well, where do you think he is? Where's Rack Tom? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, of floor tom work, yeah, isn't there? From there is, <laughs> but sounds good. And he, although it is a heavy number for him, I don't think he goes as hard here as he does now. Oh, it's interesting, isn't it? No, I think you're right. He's just kind of just off the gas slightly. Yeah, I think it's, it's heavy, but it's, it's. No, no, you're right. You're right. If you watch live shows now, 
He's a diff. He's kind of, he's kind of more aggressive. He's a beast. Maybe he's fed up with floor tom being so lazy. Yeah. So he's trying to pound him into shape. <laughs> he certainly pounds floor tom into shape. Shall we talk about? <laughs> Should talk about that bewigged fellow? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, this is, this is one of the reasons why I chose it as well. What, for the swan's big wig? The, it was, the, I don't remember the, the swan's blonde hairdo being so bouffant. What a shaggy cut. Yeah. Let's, um, I've got this picture of um, what they were wearing when we saw them at Wembley. Let's and just... it, was, it was during his phase when he used to get dressed it's up shorter as... shorter there, isn't it, by the time we get to Wembley? Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, definitely. This guy was a schoolboy. He used to dress up as a schoolboy in his absolutely brilliant puma boots. Oh, great. The trainers. So he looks good. Yeah. No, the boots, aren't they? I thought, I thought they were leather boots. Well, I, I thought they were trainers. Yeah. But he always wore a shirt that was too big for him. Well, that, that's the, a sign, that was a style a, of, a sign the of the time. style of the time. Yeah. Um, and it's an absolute celebration of three-quarter length shorts. Yes. Uh, and myself, as a huge advocate of three-quarter well, length shorts. Well, they're not, yeah, yeah. They're not, I mean, you wear them right down to the ankle sometimes. Well, no, I wear them mid-shin. Mm. His are slightly shorter than mine. But the, re- the reason I was drawn to it is that it's almost album quality, the vocal performance. It's superb. So it's very good. Another reason why they may have chosen to play it is that it, the Swan, we know, has a lot of input into set lists. Yeah. And this was one he was obviously very, very comfortable with, and quite rightly, because he absolutely nails it. You can put a lot of grit into some of the... Um, yeah, an unusual amount of gravel yeah. going on. There's, there's a shot, I'm not sure when it is in the video, in that particular video. Um, that particular performance, sorry. Yeah. Where it looks like he's in a wind machine. Hmm. Hmm. His, his, his wig. I think, I think he must have done something to his wig. <laughs> uh, his tie's gone over his arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he must have thrown it, and his wig is even more dishevelled than it appears yeah. initially, which yeah. is pretty damn dishevelled. It was a big thing, wasn't it, at the time? His wig. He'd cut his hair and <laughs> dyed it blonde. Oh, yeah, massive. Yeah. It was big for us. Right, one of the things he was known for yeah, was, was that tailbone length hair. His long hair, his f- stunning physique, which we'll be able to celebrate a bit more later. I, I really want to talk about his physique. His physique is in 99. Oh, I've said this before. He was a bull of a man. It's Sam Townsend-esque. Has he ever... <laughs> well, quite. Has he ever looked better than he looks here? I mean, he always looks good. I mean, he looks great now, yeah. but he's bigger. Well, he's, yeah, he's, he's bigger older. Then. He's older. Yeah, but he's so... Physically, he's in phenomenal shape now. Oh, for his age? No, I just think physically he's in phenomenal oh, shape. Oh, he's in great shape, but his body's not as... as it's not as big. Let's say, sexy... No, but I think he's, he's bigger here. He's, he's got more yeah. muscle mass. Yeah, yeah. So I think you, as you get older, you... You, you think he's withering away? <laughs> <laughs> we all are to a certain extent. Fair enough. Yesterday, I was 15 and a half stone. If we get the swan on, I insist you say that you think he's withering away. Oh, he won't come on. If he does, I won't say that to him. And I don't want that to be the first thing he hears if he dips into this episode. <laughs> no. So I started by saying he's got a lovely body. Yeah. Oh, no, um, he's in phenomenal shape. He's absolutely bloody gorgeous. But yes, so he was known for his tattoos, his body, his brilliant singing ability, and his hair. Right, yeah. Uh, certainly known for three of those things. <laughs> He's getting, if he dips in, <laughs> he might dip no, in. No, this, this was, of course, was the, the era where he was starting to... Where he had, had singing lessons, he was starting to explore more melody and more melodic songs. Um, this one, I think this one does highlight it, actually. Yeah. Because you've got quite a sparse bass line, you've got yeah. just single notes... Uh, from John and he's having to do quite a lot of heavy lifting here on the verses and, and he does it great 
He's very strong. Yeah. And it again highlights his ability to come up with vocal melodies where others may have struggled. Yeah, he is a gifted so. vocal melody writer. Very much so. Are we, are we being so nice in case he dips in? <laughs> he might dip in. But no, that's all true. No, it is. Everything we've said is true, apart from some of the, some of the stuff we've said. Talking about um, how they look physically, isn't it incredible how, jo- how John transforms himself as well? Because you look at this guy yeah. here, and then you look at the... The guy who left. Or, or, or look at even like a year later. Uh, hang on, are we looking at different guys or John at different times? John at different times. Right, fine. John here, and then you look at him on um, Off the Map, for example. The guy from Off the Map. Yeah. They yeah. look like two completely different people. Well, I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, he cuts hair off. He's got, <laughs> he's got long hair. <laughs> but, so, uh, obviously, what well, you're... Well, here, here he's dressed like a hippie. Yeah. And he's dressed like a punk. But you think about the guy who left in, you know... Oh, yeah. When he in left. 2007. No, when he left for the first time. 1992. Yeah. And this guy, the key differences are obviously what he went through in the inter- intervening years and the fact that people age. But also, he's got lovely long hair, which changes, you know, we, we'd all look different with long hair. He looks so good with long hair. He looks so good. Well, and he's got a lovely ability to grow long hair. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I've said this before, this is, you know, we are going to repeat some things we said in the Fastness episode. My granddaughter has done what John does. And she's um, had a haircut and donated it to charity for making wigs for... Oh, it's true. For, yeah, no, this is true. Yeah, no, it's true. This is some kind of flight, a flight of fancy. <laughs> it's some kind of elaborate lie. <laughs> and when she did that for the first time, I made her a, a framed picture. And I can't remember what it said, but it had a picture of her and a picture of John Frusciante. Right. And, and it said something like, these two people are my heroes or something. Yes. So that's quite nice. That is nice. A um, couple of technical points. Nice yes. on verse two. Instead of just playing the long notes, he throws in some volume swells as well there. Uh, GTP for volume swells. That's where you... And you'll see John doing a lot with this to control his um, distortion and fuzz as well. The volume swell is where you turn down the volume pot, the volume knob. Mm, the pot. The pot, yeah. And you strike the string, and then you roll the volume back up. Yes. So what you get is that is that swell of sound. Famously used... At the start of Venice Green, it's like, yeah. And is is it volume swells that he uses in? Uh... Not the one. Yes, indeed. It is that, but that's volume swells. Volume swells as well. Pot work. Pot work. Yeah, I think it's pot is short for pot, potometer or pot, something like that. Look it up if you care. Potassium. No. And then at one forty-one, here's John developing the song. Okay, so verse one, he's just playing those. He's playing those single notes. Potato. Second verse. He is throwing in some volume swells, and he's also repeatedly striking the string as well. Rather than letting it sustain, mm. he's, he's playing that rhythmic, you know, you've muted, muted everything else out. You can see him at um, 141. You can see him really hammering away on those strings. He's, yeah, yes. It, it, yes. Yeah, and then he builds up further into verse 3 when he kicks the feet, you know, goes over the amps to get all the feedback. So yeah. you talked about development, and yeah, there's definitely some development throughout the Yeah, exactly. The and I think that's... You need that in an opener. Mm. You need to grab people. And by God, I think this does grab you. You know, it, it, it starts atmospherically. Mm. And then it builds into something which is quite in your face. Mm. The swan reels you in with those brilliant vocals and then spits you back out. Yes, he does. And while you've been spat out by the swan, 
there's some great bar work from John uh, at 3.09 until 3.20. He just holds one note and lets it feed back and sustain, and he's working that whammy bar. Yeah. I love it. I love that bit. No backing it. vocals, though, for, for, for John on no this No backing vocals on this song. And Scar Tissue was certainly the... Um, Californication was certainly the the album where he started to develop more backing vocals, more harmonies. More chops. But it's certainly not as much backing vocals during this era as you then go on to in the By The Way era. No. And then moving forward on the John albums. That's true. And we will see extensive. in the upcoming songs, we'll see, if you have to ask for example, where he has a key part in that. Mm. And he seems to be relishing it even at this point. Oh, yeah, well, should we go to a fast fast thing? Because I've, got, I've can... got some stuff to say about those backing vocals. Yes. Okay, let's do it. we ask ourselves if we have to ask and if we do have to ask whether we'll know we'll never we won't know we'll never know you're quite right uh that's live at the sodra theater of course yes Um, the sodra theater sweden stockholm stockholm sweden (laughs) man i dig this i dig this shit yes yeah and there's quite a lot happens here we were going to do another song in place first of all and then i watched the whole show and thought well actually there's quite a lot going on here. Let's, let's dig a little deeper let's and see if you have to ask. dig a little deeper. Look, should, should just say, mm, if you have to ask, oranges. was the second Red Hot Chili Peppers song I ever heard. What was the first then? This is breaking news. Power of Equality. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, yeah well, I can imagine the rest of the order. Yeah. yeah I thought you were a one-hot-minute fellow. No, the first ever... Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers album and song that I listened to was Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Cool. Well, you Hence were... the hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag instantly addicted in, in a good way. When addiction can be good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we need to do our sponsorships. Yeah, we need to talk about Okay, that. ready? We need to One, do our two, addic- addiction. Three, four. What? Whoa! <laughs> you, you know that that's what we normally do. Uh, yeah, sorry, I was uh, stumbling over the word addiction. <laughs> One, two, three, four. What you drinking? Oh, I was thinking. <laughs> okay. One, two, three, four. What you drinking? Go! More yeah, than yeah, enough for yeah, you well. Yeah. Over oh, and over what, and over what again now. Over and over with all my friends. What you drinking? Sam, you drinking? Robin, I'm glad you asked because I am drinking a new sponsor called Einstock. Einstock? It's not Swedish. No. But it is Scandinavian. Talk to me. It's from Iceland. It's going to put that to the map. The country. Yes. Not the supermarket. Not the, not the supermarket. It's worth mentioning for those who don't live in the United Kingdom that Iceland is a supermarket that uh, specialises in frozen food. Frozen goods. Yes. So here we go. It's Einstock. Uh, Einstock Olgerg Icelandic Arctic Pale Ale uh, Pack, Oh, this will be interesting Packs a punch Does it? 5.6 Hello, Dolly yeah. You working tomorrow? Yes Good Here we go Straight to mouth 
Christ, he's he's not sure about it. Oh, wow, mouthfeel. Well, ma- tingly yeah. and and Ag- slightly obtrusive. Aggressive. <laughs> um, taste. Mm. Here's here's the rub. <laughs> Powerful and potent. Wow. Uh, I'll see how I get on with that. But um, if you if you hear some strange noises coming from this direction, mm. it's probably the Einstein. It's Sam forcing the Einstein <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sponsored this week by. A company that I hold dear to my heart. Yes. I've sampled, probably over the years, nigh on £50,000 worth of their product. It's Carling. It's Carling. It's back. Oh, my God. Burton on Trent, for those who don't know. It slides down smooth. If Come on, Carling. Make... Let's be heard. Yeah, if you want <laughs> to make a pilgrimage to the Carling Brewery. Which I do. Uh, apparently, it's in Burton on Trent. Cool. Well... We've been Unless they've just written better on Trent on the can for shits and giggles. Yeah. Carling. Yes, dear Carling. Carling, darling. Carling, darling. Indeed. Um, I'm not this week sponsored by a lolly. No, a new confectionery sponsor. Well, this is emergency purposes only because I am... Did you get them from my tin? Well, it's my tin. Well, it's my it's tin. It's a tin in your house that belongs to you that's full of sweets full for of, me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Did you get them from my tin? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mawaiyan strips. Yes. Uh, stripes. Slaversome and full of goodness. But I'm struggling with my teeth at the moment, so... Yes, well, that's got, because you constantly eat sweets. Yeah, I know. I've got dentist coming up on Wednesday, so see what they've got to say. Okay, he'll say to you, have you been eating any sweets? Well, yet? look at me. I'm being good. I'm not... I'm You're literally having, having, they're just... For, apparently, they're just for they're just decorative for show. purposes only. Yeah. Yeah, just brought them out to, to, to taunt me. Look at that Mawaiyan strip. He taunted me. He taunted me. He with taunted a, me. A cherry madam. He did a dance of a disrespect. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. One, two, three, four. What you drinking? Go more than enough. Strip. But yeah. you will. Coming over them. and over Got again now. Gotta go with all to my the dentist. What you drinking? Okay, Sam. Let's get back into if you have to ask. Yeah, I'm a bit in, worried about the sign stuck. No, I'm <laughs> not surprised. Okay. In 1999, lot going on, as we said. Flea has trouble with his amp setup. He's not happy with something. There's twice that he has to stop playing the line, that iconic bass line, if yes. you have to ask. Yes. And uh, on the second occasion, you can see him going over to his amp and saying to and, it, and adjusting something. Pull yourself in line, amp. Mm. We're in the middle of a show. Yeah. And he did that by adjusting some knobs. Yes. Oh, yes. And what did he achieve? I'm not entirely sure. No. But he seems relatively pleased. If you listen closely... And he doesn't let it affect him overly. Well, no, interesting you say that, because I think it does. Once he's, he's gone over to the amp, 1410 he goes over the amp. Yeah. He then comes, rejoins the rest of them. And his playing for that little section, that kind of 10 seconds afterwards, mm. he's not in the groove. He's, ju- he's playing the right notes, but it's not got that swing to it. It's interesting. Listen, if you just listen to isolate that part for yourself, he takes a little while to catch back up and to get and back, get back into, into that it. particular groove. And let's think about this as well. When uh, when we say when he goes back over to join the others, this whole gig is essentially what it looks like in modern chilies when they like come together for like portions of a song. Yes. The yes. S- the size of the stage they're playing on, they're so close to each other, just by dint of the fact that. It's a small stage. It's a small stage. <laughs> yeah, and obviously the Swan's not using his 
Uh, also cute at this stage. It was years away. But he's also pretty good at remembering the words at this stage. Yeah, and he's, he, it, you know, we know that the also cue is a hashtag blessing. But we also know that it ties him up. He's free here. He's much younger, more physically active than he is now anyway. Oh, he's all over the place, isn't he? But in a good way. Yeah, in a, it's brilliant to see him totally free. And, as you say, not, not really making... He makes the odd lyrical mistake, but nothing... Nothing egregious. No, nothing egregious whatsoever. It, it's brilliant. And, yeah, a tight stage, so they're all, all together. Fantastic. And this song... You know, these songs have been nine years in the making. They played it. But this is the first era where they were able to play it as the foursome who, who wrote them. Mm. Apart from that era before when they toured it. Well, yeah, but, but that was cut short. Yeah, of course. So now they can really sink, sink their teeth into these songs and they enjoy playing them. Oh, I mean, don't Flea you can is, Look at Flea. Flea's going mad. As it comes out of that first... I always love on this song as it releases out of the first chorus back into that groove. Yeah. A simple... That riff, repeated riff from John, that brilliant bass line. Such a good... And Flea at 14.58. Pardon me, strutting yeah. about the stage. He plays... That high note that he plays at 14.58 with so much vibrato on it mm. is unbelievable. And that's what I mean. He's speaking through his music and you can just... All you're getting is enjoyment, contentment. Mm. They're in that moment and these songs mean everything to them. Couldn't agree more. I think it's good as well. Okay, let's talk about the backing vocals. We teased this yes. in the previous section. I think John's backing vocals on chorus one are wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely great. His backing vocals on chorus two, not so much. I think, well, I think they have, on chorus two, they have overtones of his singing style on the solo work that he did. Uh, right. His early solo work. Well, I think the first three can be grouped together as pretty much absolutely fine. Okay. The fourth one, he, he go, goes to a whole, new, a whole new level with it in terms of... book. Yeah. It sounds... I like it just because it's different. I don't like it because it's different. <laughs> but I don't know what he was... He decided to go up a... A register. A register, if you will. What's he thinking? Well, let's, let's, let's ask him. Yeah, well, it, it would promise. only be... It would be 24 years later that he'd finally be asked that question. <laughs> yeah, <we could> finally, <laughs> finally find out what was going on by using a, a, a song title. <laughs> we can't, well, and even we then, can't, it, we can't it, just ask him. No, we can't ask him because we'll never know. No, well, no, exactly. So that's the catch-22. Well, that's why he did it, you see. There are people out there who do know why he did it. We don't. If he comes on... Ask. The, tra- the tragedy is, if he comes on, we can't ask him. We can't ask him. Well, we can. Yeah, but he won't tell us. No. He'll refer us back to the song title <laughs> of that song. Of song two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the very song that he was singing. <laughs> yeah. But I don't mind it. But it, it was a shock the first time I saw it. I think the other big talking point here is... Oh, well, let's talk about that one a bit before we get to the other big talking point. Love his delivery here. Verse one, yeah, real smooth. That kind of low album register. Yeah. Ver- verse two, he and during verse one, he goes up into that more live delivery style that he has. Yeah, where he's I, singing it higher. Um, I just, I'd love to see this done live, where he's just silky smooth in the low baritone, like on the album. Like on the album, I've delivered it both ways. Okay, I prefer the album delivery. Yeah. So I always preferred doing it that way. However. I get the feeling with the Swan, 
he kind of starts in a in a halfway house situation, and then settles into the higher, more sung delivery, live yeah. delivery. Yeah, yeah. But I get I get the feeling that he kind of would likes would likes the thought of doing it in the deeper album. Why doesn't he? Because it is doable. Oh, it's doable. Yeah. Why doesn't he? I I think it's maybe it's just a case that. He, they feel maybe that the song just doesn't come across as well that, with that delivery. In a doesn't live cut setting. through so well. The, the vocal yeah, it's break. not. It's not such a. It won't grab the. It won't grab the crowd. Double meat super fly. Yeah, I don't think it will grab the crowd as as much as the the you know the the, the accepted live delivery bubble. So that's why. Sure. I think I think that's why. Yeah. But I'd love to see it sung completely album. So would I. I think this is one of those we talked previously, I think last episode, about if you're in a yes, when JoJo was on. The expectations if you go and see a tribute band or a covers band. Yes. As against seeing the live. You I would be much more open to seeing the Swan deliver it that way than if I saw a, a tribute band delivering a song in a different style. If it was, if you have to ask, and I saw somebody uh, yeah. a tribute band singing singing it like that, I'd be okay with that now because I know that that's a legitimate thing. Yes. But if you went and saw them deliver like under oh, the bridge yeah. in a different way, yeah. And the thing is, I, I, you wouldn't under the, you couldn't get away with it on under the bridge either, could you? I think it's just I mean, you there's it some more, songs. You could do it more rappy, couldn't you? Sometimes, yo, yo. yo. I feel like I don't have a motherfucking butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it, it works. You know, I've already, already accepted that <laughs> as sure. a valid option. Okay. Well, let's see if this one sings it like that when we go yeah. in, uh, when we see him in London. All right. So <laughs> let, let's get to the guitar solo, shall we? Yes. Now, this is a, something of a hot potato. Well, let's talk about one of the hottest potatoes in the room right now. John's pedal board during this era. Mm. Now, I've had a little look at some pictures online. I've watched a Dave Simpson video um, of uh, where he's building a replica board from 1999. Also, if you haven't watched any Dave Simpson stuff on, um, on YouTube, do go and watch stuff. He does brilliant videos about like, playing like Frusciante, recreating the tones, setups mm. and stuff. Fantastic. All John has on the board at this point is a Boss C1 chorus ensemble right well you say the pedal and I'll ask you if you've got one. Oh, okay uh, boss C1 chorus ensemble have you got one no I have a boss chorus pedal but not that that particular one is like vintage quite rare hard to come by yeah uh, but I have a boss chorus pedal okay he's got uh, his favoured Wawa pedal the Ibanez WH10 have you got one no, I have a Wawa pedal. I have a Jim You've Dunlop Crybaby. You've got the Crybaby, Cry which again... Which I think is... Because the, the Ibanez, I think, WH10, I think it's made out of plastic. So you could, you could, for example, throw the Ibanez pedal into the ocean and it, it would survive for several hundred years. That would be fine. I think it's made out of plastic and it's very prone to breaking. Right. So, no, I prefer Jim Dunlop Wawa's. They're absolute tanks. Very little goes wrong with those pedals. Not making light of uh, the plastication issue. Don't worry. An MXR Phase Ninety. I mean, I'm going to ask you if you've got one, but I don't. I don't think you have. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, so and then he's got a Boss FZ fuzz pedal. Oh, have you got one? No, but you have got a fuzz pedal. No, I don't have a fuzz pedal because I'm not really a huge fan of fuzz. 
No, interesting, isn't it? That um, fuzz generally, when you're t- talking about sound, mm. is to be avoided. There you go. Uh, or if you're talking about dusting and stuff like that, hoovering. I guess you hoover the fuzz up, don't you? Dust it up. You hoover the fuzz out of that room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and finally, he's got a Boss DS2. Ah, have you got one? Yes. Good. Yes, I have a Boss DS2. So, finally, got there. So, only five pedals. Good game. A chorus pedal, a, a, a wah, MXF, MXR Phase 90, a fuzz pedal, and a distortion pedal. Yeah, I'm sure we'd all agree that that's a fairly basic setup. Yes. No reverb, no delay. There's no reverb on those Marshall amps he's got either. So, very no. dry sound. Yeah. Reverb free. Yeah. Reverb free Europe. Mm-hmm. That's the name of your REM podcast. No, my REM podcast is called uh, either Talk About the Passion or REM and Nissing. Of course it is. REM and Nissing. REM and Nissing. <laughs> <laughs> now, John's playing the solo. Oh, man. Yes. We've got to talk about them jumping, but we'll talk about the solo first. John's playing the solo. Starts off big, big sound. Yeah. Then... Something happens. The second line, he, it goes back to clean. Third line, and for the rest of the solo, he's back. I'll tell you what I think's happened here. I'll tell you what I think has happened here and why this, and why this occurred. This is all conjecture. It is. We, I mean, we'll never know. And we can't even ask him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might get the chance to ask him. He might remember it. He won't I, tell us. I don't think he'd um, remember it, a particular solo from a particular show in 99. No, possibly not. Good old 1999. Yeah. So. Uh, no- sorry. Sorry to, to interrupt you. Go on. Do you know whether he's coming on for episode 100? Yes. I do know whether he's coming on. <laughs> he's not. Oh. No. I thought you were going to say he was. No. None of them are. That's heartbreaking. None of them? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shockingly. Shockingly. Well, uh, not, not all of them have confirmed, surely, that they're not coming. Well, they've confirmed through their silence. <laughs> oh, they, they, do, they, they tend to use silence, don't they, more than, more than anything else. Well, when it comes to communicating with us, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, John plays that first line, then it goes clean. Yeah. Then you'll notice that he, it looks to me like when he turns the pedals back, pedal back on, he's not turning a pedal back on. No. On his board, the fuzz and the distortion pedal are next to each other. Yeah. I think it looks like he turns them both on, so he's pedal stacking. Mm. That gives you a different sound to it if you were just running one of his pedals. Yeah, well, it gives you presumably a combination of the two. That's exactly what it does. That's a PTP. Yeah. And from you. From me, of yeah. all people. <laughs> Pedal specialist. I think that he might have, when he started the solo, just turned one of the pedals on. Yeah. Every time he stops, then thought, oh, well, I want a bit more. I might pedal stack. I might pedal stack. But he might have, instead of turning... Stacked it. He, he turned off the one that was on. Yeah. Instead yeah. of stacking, he stocked it. He anti-stacked yeah. it. Shit. But and that is... that. I mean, that's... Rule, rule one of pedal stacking. Oh, it's, uh, it's pedal stacking 101. Don't turn off. Turn on. Yeah. Stack them. Stack them. Don't but... unstack them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You will see that he, I think he turns two pedals on. Yeah. And so then he's off. He's into a, a classic he's pedal absolutely stacking off. situation. This is also a good example of how he controls, his, controls the feedback by turning his guitar down in between every line on this song and on other songs. Mm. You'll notice he'll play a, play a line and then, and then he will roll the volume down right off. 
and then when he's about to start playing, he'll roll it back up. So yeah. you haven't got loads of buzz from yeah. the pedal yeah. when you're not playing. Very clever, cleverly done. Okay, so that's the solo issue. Um, yeah, and, and also, actually, proof proof needed. When he finishes the solo, he towards the end of the solo, he turns the wire on. At the end of that solo, you can see him turn the wire off, and then he stamps on two different pedals. Yeah. So that that tells you that he was playing through both the fuzz and the distortion, uh, definitely for the second half of that solo. Yeah, and although the solo is good, he doesn't. He doesn't. You know, it wasn't. He didn't get away with it unscathed. There was obviously an issue. Yeah, but he um. As we've just discussed, he unstacked his pedals. But but even to the untrained eye, you you can you got the sense that something wasn't quite right. Oh yeah, for sure. And at the end, he says something to Anthony, doesn't it? I think so. Ninety nine episodes. Anthony. Anthony. Yes. He says something to Anthony. The Swan. Tony. Tone. Yes. 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 T. T. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what he says. No, he I says, think I think what he might have said was, Anthony. My good fellow, mm. I was in the middle of a pedal stacking situation. <laughs> but I understand. Anthony, my good man, I was stacking my pedals. <laughs> I need to apologise. I do need to apologise, I was stacking my pedals, but I unstacked them, then I restacked them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the swan said, I, I thought that's what happened, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. being what's big. What's a pedal? Yeah. What's a stack? <laughs> yeah. No, please do come on. <laughs> well, brilliant what about the breakdown look at those young lads just bouncing 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 that's superb isn't it yeah so much energy yeah so much energy and as I say you know they're blessed with wonderful wonderful reserves of physical energy hashtag blessed but they are also I think just loving the fact that the four of them are back together playing those blood sugar songs absolutely you've hit the nail on the head there mm. I think we'll leave it there Yes, moving swiftly on, because we've only done two so far. Yeah, and we've been going for an hour. But that's fine. Hashtag, we can do it. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag, next song is The Power of Equality. Ah. Sam, as we equate powerfully out of the power of equality. Yes. A couple of things have happened there. One, we've settled the debate on whether they're trainers or boots. We have. You have proven that they are a lovely pair of Puma boots. Cracking pair of Puma boots. You're thinking of buying some, aren't you? I'm going to see if I can. Yeah. And also, you have discovered a little uh, trick on YouTube which you didn't know about before. I have. Yes. Turns out, when Sam there's a, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't Oddly. necessarily want to go public with this. <laughs> well, we go public, baby. All right. When there's a list of songs and timings for each song, and the time of the song is in blue, it turns out you can click on that. It's a link. Well, yeah, yes. Out of sorts. Yeah. And that takes you directly to that time on the video. 
Unbelievable. That is... Unbe- not unbelievable that that's a real thing. That's some serious coding, man. I think it's unbelievable that... Um... I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, gone now. I've always, you know, struggled along with the little circle at the bottom of the video. Yeah, to get to the side. scrubbing along. Oh, they're giving me the information. Yeah. But I need to go and place the blob at the particular time. Mm, no more. No more. No more. Anyway, we must crack on. And we will. Sam, I've written this at the top of, uh, at the top of my page. Right or wrong, this swan is strong. And it's right. What, this performance belongs to him. What a phenomenal delivery of this song. Yeah, yeah. From Anthony. It's, I mean, it's album-wise, it's, it's a great song. And it's, for me, it's some of his best lyrical work on Blood Sugar. Yeah, superb. And here, as you say, he brings it to the table and, uh, quite frankly, serves it up. He does. Platters and platters of pure quality. Pure swan goodness. Yes. Have you ever eaten a swan? Uh, you're not allowed to. No. You're not so allowed yes to. or no? So no. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. I, mean, there, there are, I know there are certain things that you're not allowed to do that you have done. Very dangerous creatures, of course. They can break your arm with one. They can uh, break your arm. They could take your face off. They certainly could. He's great here. The emphasis... Just for the record, I, I haven't you, eaten You haven't eaten either. He... He emphasises certain words, the, like, equality. I mean, that's right. Oh, he goes into <laughs> full Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Louis. The swan doesn't go Louis. I but, see. Yeah. Run song is strong. You don't like it, get along. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts off with the swan, the classic extended head shake. Yes, yes. And then on that wider shot, you see Flea do a double leg lift. The double leg lift. I had never noticed it before. And you said, I like Flea's double leg lift here. And ha- even having been prepared for it, I wasn't prepared for the sheer slapstick quality of it. The exuberance of the leg lift. It's absolutely brilliant. His legs, just for that moment in time, turn into pure elastic. Right, great. Well, he's a very elastic fellow. Got a lot of hair at this point, hasn't he? Yeah, this is, I love it when Flea grows his hair out. I'm not sure he can do it now, but in those days, uh, and at times during with the One Hot Minute era as well, he, he did yeah. this. Well, we can't grow our hair out. It just it not necessarily got much to grow out. Right, yeah. I'm not sure he could he could achieve the same look now. No, no, I think you're probably right. Verse one is unbelievable. Chorus one here, well, all the all the choruses to a certain extent yeah. experience what I call the power of equality problem. Yes. I call it the TPO problem, for sure. And what is the problem? For what whatever reason, be it mix the the, the mix Is John using some kind of voice box here? Uh, no. Right. Well, his own voice box. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. I thought I picked a, I thought he was. <laughs> to the extent that he's always using a voice box when he yeah. talks. So, the same voice box that he usually uses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he is using a voice box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is using some sort of voice box. I thought he was. It's the power of quality problem. His backing singer never cuts through. No. I think the swan should do it with him. Well, when the swan comes in, yeah. he saves the day. Well, no, but I think they're doing it as per the album. But they're not even doing it as per the album because they're not doing the hollow tree part. Uh, The Swan's doing his part, but John's not always doing... It feels like a hollow tree, hollow tree. John's not always doing that. Is that a mixing problem? Is it because it's in that part of the range of his voice where it's not cutting through? Because he can't... You know, there's some, some... It's unlikely to be this. 
but there are parts of my my singing voice that just don't project as as mm. well as as other parts. What is it? Is it a voice box issue? Well, sure thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Um, I actually think this is better than some others I've seen. Well, my main reference point for the power of quality live is slang. Yeah, of course it is. And I don't think it's very good on slang either. It's better than this, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I, there's, it's definitely thin just at that time. Yeah. But it's so good all the, you know, in all the other yeah. areas. I mean, when it kicks back in at that first chorus, when you get that incredible rolling bass line, you get the ringing, you get the, the chord plus the open E string from John. So you get that... Yeah. So you always got that ring in it, that ring in open E string. Yeah. With those then chord, those muted chords coming in. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, Chad's groove, fantastic. You're right. It absolutely barrels along, but then it it also his his guitar sounds a little bit quiet on the first little breakdown. Well, you'd like to think they'd have got the this is the last song of the night. Yeah, I mean if you're not going to get the mix right now. Because I like the way Fleas has Fleas got some kind of issue and his tech runs on. Yes. Even during the last song, they're still trying to maintain their standard. Yeah, you got to get it right. Yeah, you got to get it right. It's just for me. It's this is another Blood Sugar song. It's great to see it being performed. First song you ever heard by Chili. First song I ever heard by Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it's I, I to this day I adore it. They don't play it often enough, I don't think. I've never completely fallen in love with this song. Oh, I, I just adore I it. Do, I don't, like, it's not my favourite chorus, that's the thing. Take, put aside the issues that live, I don't think it ever sounds as good as it could. Yeah. But I think this is a good example of it, though. I know, yeah, it's great. I just, it, the chorus isn't my favourite chorus. I think the chorus is worse than the verses. Okay, let me put it, put it that way. Yeah, okay. So where you, you want it to take off, for me, it, yeah, it, it, you know, where it could be stacked, like it unstacked. Yeah, well, we've seen that happen before. Shall I say something to you in French? Yeah. J'adore the power of le equality. Par, le power of equality. <laughs> yeah, sure, if, if you want to add an, one extra French word in. <laughs> <laughs> well, liberté, égalité, fraternité. <laughs> yeah, that's Latin. That's French. Isn't and, it? I don't know. Liberty, equality. Yeah, that is French. French Latin, we'll call it yeah. for now. As we go into verse three, look at the swagger of the man. Look Which at one? The swan. <laughs> this is, again, a celebration of three quarter length shorts, big red sweatbands. He is just stood oh, back. Yeah. He's just stood back, delivering lyric after line after lyric after line of pure genius and he's doing it so well what a last equality i mean i'm not going to do another impression because it turns out to sound like louis armstrong <laughs> yeah. but it's great at what point does he go into a trance oh just coming up as john plays the, as he as he finishes delivering the last line at uh, the last vocal before the solo yeah john goes into the solo the mini Again, solo rang the big solo yeah it's not very long no, just kind of like single note solo. Again, John's struggling, working so hard to control the power of that marshal. And the swan just goes into a reverie. Mm. Eyes roll back in his head. Yeah. And then he's on it mm. as he comes straight back. Oh, I love it. I love it. That was brilliant. Absolutely superb. Talk about being locked in. Well, he just, he just disappeared. He's both locked in and on a different plane. He's totally in that, 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 that song. Yeah. Those instruments. He's in that moment. He's yeah. locked in with them. Yeah. There was no way he was going to make a mistake at that point. Phenomenal. And then the outro, of course. 
We, you talked to, to me about this. I've written down, is that baseline a stretch? Is it a difficult baseline to play? Yes. That tongue says yes. Yeah, man. I mean, to see Flea adjust his posture yep. noticeably yep. and then start licking his upper cheek. Well, a lot of, most of his face. Yeah. That must be hard. Yeah. To, for a baseline to be that tricky to play, that your tongue, that you unconsciously do that with your tongue. Mm. That's, that means it's a hard baseline. The only other explanation is yeah. that he, he discovered He'd, possibly a, a, some tomato sauce or oh, something. Oh, do you think? From, the, from the, his previous meal. He'd just eaten a big American-style hot dog, like I had for breakfast this morning. Yes. Three American-style hot dogs for breakfast this morning at, at 8 o'clock. Absolutely delicious. <laughs> and just before, or just as he goes into the outro solo, he just catches a... But is that mustard? Yeah. Amer- is that American mustard? Yeah. With ketchup. And it turns out he's got some up by his nose as well. Yeah. And he, and he, he licks it clean off. He goes the whole hog. It's either that or it's a, it's a tough, a tough baseline. Base. I don't think it's a tough baseline. <laughs> yeah. But there is a potential he's had a hot dog. There is a, a low percentage chance that it's a sauce-based problem. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, love that. What a gig. We're now moving on to uh, a bit later this year. Yeah. 1999. Same year. Still good old 1999. Yes. We're going to go... To a gig that we were at, we are going to Reading Festival, the Reading in Festival, ninety-nine. The first time we ever saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and we're going to go there with you guys right now. Reading Festival, then, San. Now you've just checked the price of those boots, haven't you? Yes, they come in unfortunately at four nine nine, but. 99, 499. Yes. So that's thematically correct. Well, they appear to be all four, to, all four 99. What? They're, they're all four 99. They're supporting good old 1999. Oh, right. Okay, fine. <laughs> that's too rich for me. Too rich for your blood. Yeah, I won't be purchasing them. I would look elsewhere. So, Reading Festival, what was the crack with us? Because it was the first time that we saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers. If you pushed me, I can't remember buying my ticket. Can you remember the conf- how the conversation started that said we were going to go and see it? No. That? Obviously, Callie had come out by this point. Yes. We loved it. I remember the first time we listened to Callie in the lounge, listened to that together, didn't we? Yes, yeah. I, I would imagine there wasn't much of a conversation. I, it was probably a given that we were going. But, but was, um, it, was, it, was it a given at that point? Because I think so. Okay, fine. It was a given. I would have thought so. Our, our love affair... Had been going on for not not our love affair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brotherly love, yes. Our love affair with the Red Hot Chili Peppers had been going on for for some time, so it's not like we were just getting into them. So I think, uh, yeah, it would have just been a given. I think it's more. It's a lot of money, though, isn't it? It was a day pass that we had. Yeah, I don't. I seem to remember it was like fifty quid or something. I don't. I can't remember. Yeah, but good times that cheap back in the day. Well, yeah, but it's all relative, isn't it? I guess so. So, how did we get there? My memory is that your friend drove up. Yes, Camilla drove us, I believe. Camilla drove up. So, who, who was in the car? I it was me, say. you, Camilla. And a couple of others. I can't, I can't remember, remember who the other, the other people were. Uh, famously, that's where we sat in all the wee. Yes, we decided to... 
I don't know why. Well, it was because there wasn't very many places to sit. No. Because it was very, very busy. It was very, very busy. And there was a big patch of... Um, a big patch of open space, which was slightly moist. But I don't think we even noticed it was moist. And then we sat there, drinking beer. Yeah, sat there for Old way drivers on the carling. Yes. Lubed up on the bloody stuff. Lubed up on the bloody stuff. And then we realised we were sat in... The in, runoff of the toilets. It, 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 <laughs> it was pretty gross. Yes. What we were sat on was the... It, it was some kind of runoff area. That's it, why nobody else was sat there. Yeah, I don't know how we didn't notice, but we sat there for some time. Yeah. But that was fine. Covered in urine. Covered ourselves in urine and then, and then headed into the, uh, into, the, into the arena. Into the arena itself, yeah. Now, we got... My memory is pretty close to the front. Yeah. And that was a mission because, obviously, people have been stood there all day waiting for their favourite band. Yeah. Chili's were closing. We didn't get right to the front by any we means. We saw Silverchair. I don't remember seeing Silverchair. I remember watching um, The Offspring. The Offspring, yeah. We saw Silverchair, because Daniel Johns referred to it as the Reading Festival. Oh, did he? And then we oh, saw... is that why you always say the Reading Festival? Yeah. Right. And then we saw The Offspring. Yeah, and The Offspring, of course, that was... What year was it? 1999. So Smash, which is... Smash was well Smash out, was 1994. Right yeah, it was the... It was the um, Give it to me, baby. That album. Oh, was it? Where they started being not so good. Yeah. Pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah. Yeah, they... Smash was more commercial than the previous stuff. Is it called Mexicana? I don't know. I think it might be. Um, yeah, I think so. They were good. They, If I remember rightly, that was during the period where they would use a fire hose to spray the crowd. Uh, I don't remember that. And they would beat up a... Beat up puppets of the Backstreet Boys. Yes, with baseball bats. Yes, they had five mannequins. Mm. Dressed, I think, like the Backstreet Boys, and they would beat their heads off them. Yes, they would. And that maybe the firehose thing isn't right. I can't remember. But yeah, it was all good. And then obviously, Chili's came on. Yeah, and the first song that we're going to watch is Around the World, because uh, live from the Reading Festival, because that was the first song we ever saw them play live. Yes. I mean, and over the years now, we've seen them play many, many songs live. Oh, we have. Christ. But yeah, and we will was, again. This was the genesis of it. It, well, and Phil Collins was with us. Yeah. Um, Peter Gabriel yeah. had previously left. Other um, members of, of Genesis. Mike Rutherford. Yes. And the other one. Yeah. I, didn't, I only knew Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins. So you did well there with Mr. Rutherford. But well, yeah. He, he went on to form Mike and the Mechanics. Ah. Uh, of course he did. Of course he did. But uh, of course they've, they've retired now, Genesis. Yes, they have. Played their last shows last year. Yeah. And I say good riddance. Do you? Not a fan? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So. Well, I guess, it, I guess those guys won't be coming on then. No. So. Who is coming on? It's <laughs> just me and you. Yeah. just me and you getting quite sozzled. Yeah. I have a very, very clear memory mm. of I had moved back about halfway through the show because it was... It was busy at the front. I mean, we've just seen live at the uh, Sodger Tear Turn. What an intimate venue that was. We went out on a massive field with thousands upon thousands of people. And it was pretty brutal yeah, up at I the mean, front. I've got to say, I can't really remember it at all. No. I can remember more about um, some of the other parts of the day. And I can't really remember the Chili's gig at all. What I found I it was is... Late, late on. 
<laughs> I know I was there, and it's and I can see it on YouTube now. Thank God. Well, I watched it the other day for the in preparation for this. I couldn't believe I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's. I think it's correct to say that that, that I was, but I I couldn't recollect any of it. If you pressed me to give you an in-depth uh, analysis of what happened on night, I wouldn't have been able to until I watched that video. No. Which we're about to do for three songs. But I do remember distinctly, I moved back and... <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, some key, key aspects of the day. No, but I, I found, you know, I bumped into Camilla, your friend. Well, yes. uh, my, my friend. Yes. Millsy, sorry, I just want to um, pigeonhole you as just Sam's friend. Well, it's... It, it, she started off as your friend. Primarily. Okay, primarily. I'm claiming her. Okay, fine. <laughs> and uh, when Sir Psycho came on, that's when we saw each other, which is the odds of that happening in and that... And that was towards the end. Yeah. The odds of that happening in a place that size are very low. And so I, I distinctly remember kind of... Yeah. Swaying along to the end of Psycho. Well, that, there you go. So that is a de- that's a definite memory. Yeah. Why? I can only remember Confirmed. that. Confirmed. Uh, Confirmed. <laughs> anyway, let's crack on with Around the World, shall we? Live from the Reading Festival. Earbustingly out of around the world because I did turn that up a little bit extra. Not for me. Just to give myself the extra little push. Kept there. it sensible. Yeah. We must quickly uh, ask a couple of things and make a quick announcement. One is the competition Suck My Book mm. is still open. This is the last chance this to is enter. The final announcement. Final announcement. We will be announcing the winner of Suck My Book on episode 100. That and will- launching. Go on. The doorknob competition. That's when we will launch the doorknob competition. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've had Suck My Cloth when we gave away a tablecloth. We've had Suck My Book when we give away a book. And, of course, we will then enter the uh, doorknob competition. But do just, if you don't, for Suck My Book, uh, wonderful book uh, written by... Hamish Duncan, yes, friend and ambassador of the podcast. Oh, lovely man. Uh, out in LA, Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, in 1983. What a, I mean, just a genuinely great book. A, it's, a it's, definitive oh, uh, record of that year. Yes. I, so I'm, I'm to just talking about it now has made me realise that I, I probably should read it again. Yeah, and, and I will read it again. I'll, I'll read it today. Fine, <laughs> I'm going to stop doing this <laughs> yeah, right just now. Just to get a head start. Yeah. Brilliant book. Uh, plus, it will be. It is signed by Hamish himself. Yes, which adds a little bit of value to the book. I would say it adds probably two point five million pounds cool. to the value. 
It's also signed by me and Sam, which unfortunately detracts 2.6 million pounds. Brings it, brings it back down to the RRP. <laughs> or, no, actually, I think it detracts more than the 2.5. So if you win the competition, you will owe someone. Yeah, yeah you will, yes. £100,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do... What's a competition? But do, <laughs> do enter. Yeah, do enter. You can email, email uh, Ben Townsend music at hotmail.com it's hard it's a hard competition I mean, it's fucking rock but hard. we've had we've had probably somewhere between 500 and 1000 entrants so far we're li- hoping to bust 2000 entrants aren't we yeah that's why this final announcement's been pushed now yeah um name the songs that these three words come from In- Hard, eh? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not that hard for me or you because we know what the the answer is. But if I didn't, I wouldn't get it. I'm just glad I don't have to enter. You can enter. I've got got a copy. I could sign it. I suppose it's got two additional signatures in it. (laughs) (laughs) One forcing the value of it. That would be rigged. No, you could... Right, oh, no, be, no, no, it would be rigged. Sorry, forget it, you know what the answer is. No. If I, I, a, I know what the answers are, yeah. and B, it would appear... It wouldn't be, it a, would good, be. It wouldn't be a good look for the podcast no, if one of the presenters you won the competition. It wouldn't be a good look for you, because you know somebody £100,000. Yeah, exactly. So, crack on in with that. Yeah, great competition, great prize. Email in, or send me a message on Instagram, or on Twitter. That's fine. Emailing's best, though. Emailing is best, Jeff, definitely. Ben Townsend at hot, ben Townsend Music at hotmail.com. Don't email me on any of my web, uh, email addresses. No, certainly not that one. Where was it? Where have I been A-W, this week? A-W. Aruba. Aruba. <laughs> Just got back from Aruba. <laughs> Secondly, it has been brought to our attention that if people leave a review for the podcast, it helps get it out there so that more people can listen to the podcast. So, I mean, presumably. If you would like to leave a five-star review on your... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah, all all no, the podcasts that fine. I listen to, say leave a five-star review. Oh, yeah, no. Don't but... muck us about. No, no, don't screw us up. Don't screw us over and no. leave a one-star. No. That's the last thing. Don't bother if you're going to do that. No. Leave a five and we'll call it... Quits. Call it quits. Yeah. So to speak. So if you can do that, that'd be greatly appreciated. Yes. So we are in Reading... Reading, if you will. Re- reading, which it's, it's worth noting, is only about an hour, just over an hour from where we live. So, geographically speaking, it was an ideal situation. It was perfect. It also happens to be one of the largest music festivals in the UK. Reading and Leeds. Was it Reading and Leeds at the time? Yeah, Reading and Leeds are the same. They're t- two different festivals, but they're the same lineups. Yeah. One night is... They they switched and presumably they? well one well, yeah but was it Reading and Leeds at the time or yeah yeah definitely yeah okay so we went along and man this performance of Around the World has yes. been uploaded by oh it's our old friend it is it's Sinitri Sinitri C E N I if you search Red Hot Chili Peppers live at Reading Festival it's the only one we'll do it that way that's fine. That first, the first thing you hear is, is some little testicles from John. That was the first noise we heard John Vachante yeah. make live. All the Red Hot Chili Peppers in their entirety. Yes. Oh, man, we well, were exactly. there, brother. We, we were there, apparently. But this, I, I was just thinking then as we, as we watched it, this represented the beginning of what I now call 
the Townsend Brothers live Red Hot Chili Peppers experience. Yeah, that's exactly what it did. Not only in terms of us going there, but watching them. You know, we may we may have searched out live performances prior to, prior to this time. But look at Flea. Straight away, he's got green hair. He's got his sarong his on. skirt on, yeah. Sarong, yeah. Um, oh, I love that. Look. So his, his appearance has changed markedly from the Sweden gig. Yeah. Yeah. John's hair's longer. The swan looks to looks to be basically the same. He's got the same outfit on. Basically the same for Swan. But Flea Flea to this day wears those sarongs. So this yeah. Oh I love that look. This was August the twenty ninth. Yeah. So previously we've looked something in June. This is now August. His dancing to Around the World is the first time he, he is showcasing that um, hand behind the head thrusting hip a thrusting. Forward. Did you notice Which that, he still uh, does today. <laughs> Did you notice that he threw a mega quick one in? And it was it was a long it was a long shot on in between the first chorus yeah. and where he drops out John plays for about three seconds yeah he gets he did a mega quick yeah. one in and he still every time they play around the world he does the, yeah. he does this dancing yeah, 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 yeah. even now so, and this was the start of all that so it really feels like a, a special time for that reason you know we were in and a lot of the things that they still do now are being seen for the first time here. So, the genesis of them. The genesis of... I'm not going back into that. <laughs> so, it's just, what memories, you know? Yeah. And what an opener as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, we enjoyed Emmett Rimmis, didn't we? But this is a, a, in a different league in terms of being an opener. Yeah, and, and at this point they hadn't had the good grace to write Can't Stop. No. So, this is, so they, they wouldn't, they refused to do that. I think I prefer this anyway. It's a big question, isn't it? I think I prefer Can't Stop. I think we I said last week that Can't Stop was the best. Yeah, but, we did, yeah. But, but I'm, I'm now going with this. <laughs> the, the, the problem with this song live, as much as I love it, is it has a little bit of the power of equality problem. A little? Where the chorus is... It's nowhere near as severe. No. Oh, no, no, it's not at all. It, but it, it doesn't build, per se, from the verses. Oh, but the ending, I mean, come on. Man. No, 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 I'm not knocking it. The ending is absolutely awesome. Someone should speak to John's microphone technician. And say what? Lower it. Say, <laughs> please, please put it a bit lower. Look, this was the ear away. Poor, poor bloke. <laughs> Stuck like this yeah, for the whole performance. Uh, you're making... Who's making that choice himself? Yeah, probably. It might free up his... That's the thing. They do... When I was taking my singing lessons, mm. I was told... To, not, not to that extent, but just to look up slightly because it frees up the airway. Maybe frees up that voice box that he's using. Is he using a voice box? Some kind of voice I box. Guess. <laughs> um, he was so heavily reliant on a voice box. The other thing about being a guitarist and having your mic that high is you can't look down to see what you're playing. No, you can't. Now, look, everything he can see is in the sky. Yeah, essentially, he's looking up at those stars. Mm. Much like Coldplay were advocating at the time. Well, maybe he'd just become a, an amateur... Astronomer. Astronomer, yeah. And he said to his microphone technician, I've just uh, garnered a new interest in the universe. I would like, wherever possible, to be looking up mm-hmm. I haven't, the, at the night sky. I haven't got a telescope. I haven't got necessarily, <laughs> yeah, I ain't got any need for a telescope. That would look strange. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he had a telescope on a really high stand. Yeah. <laughs> He's just Seriously peering through, one eye closed. <laughs> yeah. Singing, doing that high... That high backing lights Performing around the world. perfectly, <laughs> but also making notes on the night sky at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that would be odd. 
Patrick Moore style it. <laughs> yeah. So he, he obviously, at this point, just settled on just looking up all the time. Yeah, sensible. A sensible man. Oh, and let's talk about the Swans opening falsetto, yeah. Or oh, yeah, yeah, because it's not the raw. No, it's higher. And he's, it's not now where he doesn't do anything. Can you pass me my hat, my beanie? Yeah. It's, it's actually, I, I would say, a, a, a more tricky delivery yeah. than the album. But do you see how he kind of tails off at the end? He does. Ooh. He runs out of gas. Yeah, but he does a little ooh. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he, he knows where he was supposed to get to. So he, he continues to make noise, mm. but it's not in the same league. No, not in the same league. But great to hear him do that because he's not known for his falsetto. Well, I don't think, that, I don't think that's. I don't think he's gone full, full falsetto there, but he's definitely not the, the yell. No. Well, it's definitely up there. What did we think, man? What were we thinking? At the end, there's that eruption of noise, and we were part of that noise. Yeah. We were cheering. Well, I know that we both really, really liked Around the World. You know, it's a great opening track for the album. To hear them play it, you know, to hear them play it live, it must have been... Uh, must have been almost overwhelming. Maybe at that point we made a, 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 a choice to completely delete the entire evening from our memory because it was so overwhelming. Too overwhelming. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I'll remember... <laughs> yeah. we, we made a commitment to remember sitting in piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But not, not actually watching the band that we paid all that money to see. No, no, exactly. Well, thank God it exists today on YouTube. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty damn good performance of Around the World. I, I tell you, I, I said to you as soon as it finished, I, as far as I could see, there was nothing wrong with it. Not a lot wrong with that. And so, they, just just to touch on the, the outro. Please do. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Because as good as the body of the song is, that outro is phenomenal. Uh, it's, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I love musical parts where there's one, repeat, where's one thing repeating the same thing over and over again. And another thing changing um, tonality. And so you've got Flea here playing that. And John then playing those different chords over the top. It's, it's a great outro. Well, but then also Flea mixes it up and presumably John keeps it the same. Because Flea does a couple of different things in that outro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he throws, he'll throw a little fill in here or yeah. there. But it's great. Um, also, John's look here is that classic red top. With yes. the long, oh, I was going to wear. I forgot. I was going to wear a long sleeve top with a t-shirt over. Today, yeah, in celebration. You should have. I forgot. Instead, you wore what you normally wear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. So I think that's a that's a really enjoyable performance around the world. <laughs>
Well, much like a young and energetic fellow by the name of Cliff Richard, we come out of Saviour. He, of course, did Saviour's Day. He did. What a fucking performance. This one. Yes. Yeah, not Saviour's Day. That's terrible. No, hang on. Open your eyes on Saviour's Day. Don't look back or turn away. Life can be ours if, if you only stay. Two, three, go. We are calling you, calling you on the Saviour's Day. Yeah, I prefer Saviour. Yeah, Saviour's Day's got its place. Christmas. Yeah. Um, and even then, I'd rather not. Yeah, it's no, um, it's no saviour. No, and it's no that other Clifford. Mistletoe and wine. Yeah, shall we? <laughs> sure, I love it. One, two, three, one, two, go. Christmas time. Silent Mistletoe and wine. Children singing Christian rhymes. We got logs on the fire, gifts on the tree. The time to rejoice in the good that we see. Quick, quick point here. Gifts on the tree. Do you put your gifts on the tree or do you put your gifts under the tree? Some of the smaller ones I hang on the tree. Do you? Yeah, really small ones. <laughs> <laughs> the baubles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sometimes I the give them. The baubles that you intend to give to people. I, I give them to people. Right, so Saviour, by the Wow. Yeah, oh, sorry, yes. I've, I've, changed, I've changed tack now. Saviour. This Best is, song so far. Oh, it's... Incredible this performance. It, please excuse my French. Go it's on. MF fantastic. Oh, what? I mean, I was just glad I was there. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Good God. I mean, I just remember this as clear as a bell. It's, I put this album wise, for some reason, I've always put it in the category of uh, Met Remus and <laughs> yeah, okay. Saviour. So, third tier? No, just those two songs. I always put Oh, together you group them together. Oh, so, <laughs> are you calling those two songs third tier Cali? Well, no, I've always, I've always, back in the day, when I was, we were at college when this came out, and I just used to put this whole album on the jukebox, just put a quid in, and, but I'd always play all the songs. Okay, no, the whole album for a quid. Well, no, but, so, I, but I, would, I would play all the songs. Right. There wasn't any songs that I didn't Whatever it cost. Play. Um... But this was one of the ones I would choose later in the week. You know, it wasn't one of my go-tos. What do you mean later in the week? Well, I couldn't. I couldn't play the whole album every day on the jukebox. <laughs> right, okay, fine. So, <laughs> so I thought you were going I got like there. a pound a day dinner money. So I. <laughs> right. Okay. I get it. I get it. But I did always put it on. Yes. Yeah, and it was never one of my favourites either. No. But, but, but I've, I have grown to love it. Tune. Yeah, me too. I've grown to love it. Um, really, because it's got such a beautiful. It's difficult to know what the chorus is. I guess it's the quiet part. Is the chorus? Yeah, yeah. It's got such a beautiful chorus, and they play it. Flea is just immaculate here. Ah, oh, absolutely. And also, we've just spoken earlier about what Flea looks like here in his sarong. I think he looks incredible here. Yeah, green hair, sarong. That's no top, peak flea. no top from the start. Peak Flea. If I. I mean, as you know, I love... You're now older than Flea was there, I think. So am I. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... I'm assuming, I think they're in their 30s here, aren't they? So. Oh, it's... It's a shame, isn't it, really? 87, 97. Yeah, they're probably 32. They're much younger than us. <laughs> God. We were young. 
We were young. We were younger than they are. We, we are we've got the upper hand here. Let's not <laughs> let, let's not forget that. We were two young drunks. Yeah. Two young brothers on, on a, a drunken craft. Telepathics love and belly laughs. The stage is so small as well, you see on Yeah. On this on this performance. It's a massive festival, but it's a relatively small stage. Stages, in the last 24 years, stages have got a lot bigger. They've increased exponentially. <laughs> well, not exponentially. I mean, imagine if they had. The, the, if they had, the stage at Reading Festival would also be the same stage that they use in Rio, for example. Mm, just one big stage. Yeah, one big... That's the song, isn't it? One big stage, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one big stage, oh yeah, yeah. Egg by the moonlight, oh yeah, yeah. Egg by the moonlight, oh yeah, yeah. One big stage is <laughs> all we need. Uh, the quick wire at the beginning from John's, I quite like. On the very beginning, when he's making it, he's, he's really working that wire pedal yeah. rapidly. Yeah. That's quite nice. Mate, the swan here is awesome. Those mm. long-held notes. I know. Like can. I know. Perfect. Just... Um, uh, I can't believe, even at this stage, there were people saying that he... he I, I equate this to the Axl Rose syndrome. Do you? Where people said that Axl couldn't sing live. Well, Axl's a great singer. Of course he is. He's a great singer. And live, in their pomp, which is what this is for the Chilies, Axl and, and the, the Swan are both absolutely flawless. Interesting. Interesting. I'll pick you up on that. This was the Chilies in their pomp. So are they not in their pomp anymore? Well, they're not now, are they? I don't know, are they? What is the Swan pump? couldn't do that? Couldn't do that now. No, that's probably fair. And you know, fair play to him. He's sixty. Yeah, but he's great here, isn't he? Oh, just incredible! And I'll tell you who's the star of the show on this song. Uh, you, you, you my guess. Yeah, it's a one in four. <laughs> and I've just said how great the Swan is. Oh, so well, does that mean it's not him or it is him? I don't. It's a double. It's a double bluff. I don't know. A, yeah. It could be a, a double. I mean, they're all phenomenal. I'm going. To, I'm going to go for Chad. Chad Dennis Smith. Okay. Yes! Wow. Have you seen from? I just saw it. Yeah. <laughs> we watched that twice. Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of extra fills and stuff he's doing, and the power. We we said. Um, yeah. He's you know, when we, when we're at, additional power. We were in Sweden, Stockholm. Yeah. Stockholm we were too. saying that he was slightly, maybe not. Slightly dialed back on how hard he was playing the drums. He's help. not messing around here. He's not one of his floor toms clean off. Oh, sorry, he's not one of his rack toms off. Did he? No, he's just. Oh, right. <laughs> he's just only got one rack tom. But what a performance! Yeah, um, yes, absolute power and precision. Though that's you know, let's that's not... the key to being a drummer. There's no point being able to beat the shit out. Of your Anyone drum kit. can beat the shit out of a drum kit. Yeah, that's not the challenge. Challenge is to be this good. And this has also got a, a, a great example of John's body angle. Yes. I well, love it when he leans to the side. Just getting that particular angle he needs to see the plough. Yeah. I've written here the astronomer's body angle. Yeah, yeah. And he's really getting a good look. John is doing the, the big wi- uh, windmills, yeah. like Pete Townsend-style oh, windmills. I mean, you know, let's not... Let's not um, take away from what we've got in the present day. Okay. Because it's great. They're still performing extremely well live. But here, John is he's giving it the physicals. Oh, yeah. He's giving it the vocals. Yeah. He's giving it everything. The feels. Yeah. 
he's uh, there's a moment that him and Chad share where Chad's just smiling at him and John is sort of show, like you say doing the windmills and the massive body movements just unbelievable these boys are, are people who appreciate that this is their second coming their second chance together mm. and they are loving every minute of it well the swan says it himself he says they are the red hots yeah that, exactly we are the red hots and we're loving up the love me nuts what a line I love that line Love that line in this song. Well, then I guess what you have to think is that you know that's a great meaningful line, but what rhymes with "love me nuts"? Tabletops. It is of course flower pots <laughs> and tabletops and tabletops. Yeah, <laughs> the flowers in the flower pots are dancing on the tabletops. Hmm. And but let's okay, let's no go proof th- of that. Let's go to that section. No, there was because we talked about it before. We talked about Cali. Oh. Was he talking about those dancing flowers that you used to be able to get back in that era? Probably. It, that I mean that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Though? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, those ones that you'd put a song on and then and they're, 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 they're they're dance. Yeah. That quiet section, though, in this performance is, is beautiful. Hauntingly beautiful. Yeah. The Flea's bass work is highlighted here. Yeah. And I love the way on the second one, they just let it linger. Mm. They let it linger. For so- you know, it's on the first one, as soon as it comes in, Chad gives it a bit of stick work to keep them in time. Yeah. On the second one, on the second time round, it they just hold it and yeah. let it they just kind of relax into it yeah they they did what the cranberries said to do let it linger also did you do you have zombie. to <laughs> do, you, do you have to let it linger they, and they said yes yeah yeah we'd like to seeing the cranberries live of course they were brilliant yeah oh, I'd love love the cranberry where did we see them Cardiff yeah well then I was there I remember it I was, I was, I was underage at that point another, I was with my mother another occasion so I wasn't you... drunk Another occasion, though, where you had to be pulled out of the audience. I did get pulled out because I needed a wage. <laughs> yeah, I got pulled out. I needed a wage. I wasn't prepared as a 13-year-old. I mean, I wouldn't, probably wouldn't do it now. But I was asked politely to wee in a bottle. I refused. Who by? Mum. All right. I said, I'm glad she was polite about it. Well, I'm not sure she was. I, I would... I'd wait in a bottle to keep my place at the front of an REM gig. Well, I wish I had, because I got pulled out and taken to the medical tent. <laughs> <laughs> was that during REM or the Cranberries? REM. Oh, unlucky. And then, got, and then when I'd, they laid me down, I think I must have told this story, they laid me down and said, what's wrong, what's wrong with you? And I said, I need a wee. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they said, all right, we'll go to the leader. Yeah, fine. So I did, but then I had to go to the back. Well, on your own as the 13 Yeah, having previously been at the front. Hmm. Gutted. Hmm. Okay, I think the next bit I've got... The way they launch into each section is, is perfection on this performance. Section, sectional perfectional. Se- sectional perfectionism. Yeah. <laughs> Section perfection, yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Every time, because it goes from those big bits, doesn't it? They let it die down, then back into those rolling drums. And not only from the, in, from the quiet bits into the rolling drums, but I also love that when they go from the rolling drums part into the jigging, jigging, into, yeah. the, into the beat, into the, like the, the more straight beat. Well, exactly. It, like, that's what I was talking about with John and Chad. I didn't... It's only when you see them performing it live with this amount of gusto, or gusto... Gusto. ...that you really see... Gusto is that cooking service. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, such gusto, such energy, that you think, yeah, this song, this song is actually a high-energy number. In those in those moments, Incredible. great tune, great tune, great live performance. Yeah, uh, oh, one of the best. And then as it closes, 
you get John going into that album-specific lead part. Yeah. That he gets the album sound. But also, oh, I feel like on the album there's delay going on as well, but mm. we've talked about what pedals he had earlier. Maybe there were occasions when he'd put a pedal, an additional pedal on the floor when he was doing this tour sometimes. Yeah. Best place for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's with Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was Tom's department. But, no. what a, that, but then it goes into that big outro solo, which is completely unexpected. Yeah, yeah. And, and kind of invokes that sort of 70s eagle, eagle-esque solo feel. Hmm. Well, John's dressed like it's the 1970s. Yeah, Flea's playing Hey Joe. Yes, Flea drops into a line very similar to the ding, 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 ding. Yeah, ding, it just ding. It does that three times. Like I say, unexpected, but totally pleasurable. Oh, goes, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's a great outro solo. And it's not something that you would associate with this song. No, not at all. I love the way it ends with that whole kind of last 20 seconds, 25 seconds. It's just John holding a note. Or, or notes. Yes. Doing his bar work. Just doing bar work. Back to the bar, saying, what can I get you? I'm saying, John, a pint of Carling, please, and maybe a packet of um, maybe, Nobby's maybe Nuts. A, maybe an extendedly held note. Hmm. And he'll say it's a pleasure. While yeah. you're at it. Why not? All in all, a, a masterpiece. Yeah. just A triumph. Saviour. You know, you say to people, what do you think of Saviour? They'll say, it's a, it's a great album track. Hmm. Watch this. You'll change your mind. Because it's more than a great album track. Well, like a man lubed up on the carling, and now eating a Moam stripe, or strip. (laughs) (laughs) We come out of Easily, live at Reading 1999. Yes. Again. It's so cold. Thoroughly enjoyable. It is chilly. (laughs) But it comes in like a lion out like a lamb. Yeah, that's right. That's true. And we're midpoint. Let's talk about it Easily at the Reading Festival. Again, an, an AT. An AT. An album track. An album track, but one of my, one of my favourite songs on Californication. Yeah. The um, story of a woman. On the morning of a war. Remind me, if you will. Exactly what we're fighting for. War is useless. Yeah, I mean, and I don't want to be a little research monkey boy. Don't know what it means. I don't want to be a little research monkey boy. And we'll get the to that The creature that I am is only going to destroy. <clears throat> Throw me to the wall because, because there's order in the pack. pack. Go. Now. Throw me to the wall because I know I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs> but that just says it all to me. Throw me to the wolves. Yeah. Sometimes when you've had enough of this life. This bloody life. You know, we're not all we're cracked up to be, are we humans? 
Throw me to the wolves. There's order in the pack. Hmm. They know they they are an organised species. Okay, I'm not going to go too far down this road. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to talk about the swan though. Okay, ah, this is another a, animal. A, a little sick. <laughs> <laughs> Those swans, these humans aren't what cracked up to be. Look at the swans. Throw me to the swans. A little scene look from the swan, I feel, here. Shirt half undone. Mm, baggy shirt half undone. Yeah, big sack half undone. Yeah. Tie off. Nice. Yeah, well, if you want to get the shirt off, you've got to remove the tie. Yet to... F- um... Yeah, I suppose you do, yeah. Yet to unveil that lovely, gorgeous body. Ah, oh, what a body. What a body. He, he will later on in the gig. Almost certainly. Well, well no, certain. certain. <laughs> <laughs> and again, more great vocal delivery from the swan here. Yeah. It starts off a little bit odd when he starts the first time, the first twice he says easily. Yeah, it's deep. A, yeah. Mm. But... Easily. Let's get caught in a wave. And then he, then he probably says to himself, Hang on. Why am I seeing that like that? <laughs> I've put just go. Yeah. Hyphen, swan, great. I don't know why I put go. But, yeah. Well, go for it, because he's... It, go for it, swan, you're great. He, it's up there, isn't it? Easily. Easily. <laughs> <laughs> Where it is. Where it is. Where is he? What he was doing was this. <laughs> yes, he was. I love. You got a couple of good close-up shots of John's wrist here, where he's playing the really fast strumming chords on there. Because uh, it's cool. His strumming pattern is. Yeah. So, he, yeah. so he's and also like there's times where he'll regret that as he gets older. Well, he's all right at the moment, he said. Yeah, of course he is now. But when he hits his like, 70s or 80s, yeah. he'll wish that he did everything a bit slower, probably. Because his wrists will be bloody tired. Absolutely. He'll have the wrists of an 80-year-old. Yeah. He should still be able to grip a plexion with that age. Imagine the size of his strap, though. <laughs> Imagine how high his guitar will be. <laughs> he'll be he'll, he'll above his head. He'll have it on the stand above his head <laughs> with his telescope. <laughs> his telescope will be absolutely massive, and his guitar will be out of reach. Just straps so padded. Yeah. Just a yeah. pillow. The guitar on the pillow. He'll just be laid on his strap. <laughs> uh, now let's talk about the backing singing section. Okay, where yes. John doesn't come in where he should. No, now that seemed to me to be a, a point of contention. Well, the Swan sings that first part yeah. without John, and then looks at John to make sure he's going to sing the second part. And yeah. John looks back at the Swan, mm. and I thought uh, what the Swan, what John might have been thinking at that point was, yeah. he looks to me. He looks to me. Well, no, he wouldn't have been thinking that. He might have. That he, might that might be the seed of the idea if she looks to me. And if that was the genesis of it, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> For a man who hates Genesis, <laughs> I took it on about Keep going on about Genesis. Right, if you want to do a Genesis podcast, just say. I will. No, I don't. I'd imagine you on your on your Genesis podcast, you'll be going. <laughs> going and, about that was the, and that was the red hot chili peppers <laughs> of that idea. Shut about chilies. 
Yeah. What do you think about the section where... I'm going to put my hood down again. Yeah, okay. This isn't a, this isn't a criticism. It's just the way the song is written. And when you're playing and you've only got one guitarist, the big change comes in the guitar solo. Yeah. When the massive, fast strumming stops and it goes to a single note solo. Yeah. And there's a really distinct change in... I, th- I think they get away... I think Chad and Flea do enough. Do you think they cover him? Yeah. Because it really does... Obviously, the rhythm guitar drops out. Yeah. I jo- think there's John, enough... Um, John helps himself there, I think, by playing it with distortion on. Yeah, exactly. Not, the, not the more cleaner sound of the album. No, I, I, I think... Um, you know, I'd, I'd hate for that not to be played live for that reason. I think there's enough, there's enough there. John does enough with the distortion... Chad and Fleet. I mean, Chad, God bless him. No wonder he's fit as a fiddle at he's 60. He's working hard. Goodness me. He is beating the shit out of that kit. Well done, Chad. You can come on. And I think the next point to talk about is the outro solo, which is... Well, before we get that, actually, I'll say the beauty and the majesty of this song in its prime those parts where John and the Swan are singing together. Yeah. It's a, th- it's a thing of absolute beauty. I, I, it's, it's wonderful. Let's hope we get to see it on the next tour. Okay. Chances, slim. Yeah, well, yeah, but not as slim as some of the other songs in their back catalogue. No, no, that's quite... That is true. John, John seems a bit, a bit quiet for, to me. Yeah. Almost I'm, disconnected. No, no, no. I think he's he's there. He's maybe yeah, a no, little no, bit but back. not not in anything that they're doing. Just because of the volume, it, he's not quite coming through enough. I didn't get that actually. No, but that's all right. Good. I, I think when he does actually start singing the backing vocals, he's it, yeah. It, well, maybe it, yeah. Maybe, maybe you're thinking of that that point where he wasn't singing. He was so disconnected because he wasn't making any noise. <laughs> Wasn't he using? He wasn't some, using the voice box. Wasn't using some sort of voice box. Use the voice box. That's the thing. You, when you're supposed to be using it, you should use it. I couldn't agree more. Mm. Now the repeating solo, the outro solo, is one of my. We go back to this playing a repeated line over changing chords, which this is essentially. It's another shining example of that. What happens here is he slips up and he makes a mistake, and he stops playing the repeating line and he goes to an improvised. For the rest of it, he's just improvising it. Yeah. Question is, I mean, my ideal thing is, I equate this when we play Boys of Summer with me, you and Scott. It's, it's the same thing. You know, uh, how does Boys, Boys of Summer actually go? Down, 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 and I think he, th- I think he then thinks, right. Well, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go off instead of. Would right. he have played that repeating line and just held that? Had that slip up not come? Is that's the exactly. question? And that's that's the thing with live performances. And I'm learning this more and more because I'm currently playing in two bands. There are you. You're constantly on the precipice. You know, most of the time it goes absolutely fine. But at any given point, there could be a trigger, some kind of trigger, which makes... I mean, I find this personally because I'm not, I'm not a fantastic musician and I'm, I'm not used to being in that live arena. 
the smallest the smallest little trigger can lead me into a mistake. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. It's a strange thing to have to describe, but uh, just when you think you know what you're doing, even the wrong look can um, yeah can can cause that as well. Because if you if you're playing a song that you've jammed a couple of times and now you're playing it live, yeah, in the practice room. You might have. You might say, "Right, I'll look at you. Yeah. I'll make a signal when you've got to change your part." Yeah. And if you're not 100 percent on what you're playing, no. Like if I was then to look at you, yeah, you might think, "Oh exactly. shit!" Suddenly you, you if think, you're doing it on hey, looks, "Hang on, this is this why, is when I should be changing." Yeah, that's why looks is probably. But it's difficult to do it on anything else because you're bu- you're busy if elsewhere. If you do it on noises, then annoy- <laughs> 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 you know. I, I think the best the best thing I suppose is for is for every, but. <laughs> Christ. The thing is, if you but if you want to, you know, if you want to allow that improvisational aspect of the music to shine, you're always going to expose yourself to that kind of problem. Because as soon as you go off book, anything can happen, really. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'd rather live on the on the wild side, like Lou Reed. Yeah, as as Reed did. Yeah, very much so. Well, the Reading Festival. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but these guys, you know, these guys know what they're doing. They, of, of course, you have the odd, they, they, they appear to know what the doing. odd problem. <laughs> they're just there. The, you, you know, you have the odd problem, but you'd rather you'd rather have that those beautiful improvis- improvisational moments. Yeah, I mean, we, and we've talked about this before. What what would you rather see? Would you rather see extreme who pretty much do the same thing every time you see them and they do it brilliantly, or would you rather see the chilies where? They're, 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 they're open to there's more chance of something going wrong because, they, because they're giving it more of a chance to be inspirationally right yeah I don't know well I'll tell you what I, what I want uh, the chilies version yes please okay okay we, we will now move on to a quick conversation about when we went to see them in London yes in November and then we'll wrap this one up shall we oh, I'm in no rush well, I am just looking. It's been going on for two hours, so, and I know that uh, the edit takes twice as long as the show, so... The rush is on. <laughs> it's not a rush, but but we will wrap this up. <laughs> so then, of course, we went to see them in London at Wembley Arena on what it turns out was November the 4th, 1999. Good old 1999. Oh, what's the year? Now... There's a little bit of a preamble to how we got there because didn't you have to do a practice run? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yes. I think uh, another one of your of your uh, friends drove to that one. Yes, we drove up. We parked in the. Didn't pub. his dad insist you did a practice run? Yeah. Yeah. It paid off. We did, did you the... park in the in the same pub car park that we went to? Yeah, we put, we drove to the pub and drove back just to make sure we knew the way. And then on the day, obviously, because we'd done it before, it went swimmingly. It wasn't a bad idea. Should we have done a practice run for the practice run? I mean, where did you draw the line? I was quite surprised when he only did one practice run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what did we do for the gig then? Did we just leave the current? Yeah, we parked car in the pub. park. That's the great thing about this particular pub. I don't know if it's still there, but we drove to the pub. We drank in the pub. Yeah. And then we went to the gig. So we walked to the gig. How far was yeah, the pub it was just from the... Over, the over the motorway? I think, if I remember right. That sounds like a safe way to walk to a gig. Well, no, yeah. There must have been an underpass or an overpass. <laughs> yeah, or a bridge. Yeah. I call them overpasses. <laughs> I'm an American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was an overpass. 
<laughs> or a bridge. Yeah, a bloody bridge. Yeah, really bloody. Oh, oh, did we go under the bridge? I don't think we did because that's where the motorway <laughs> was. <laughs> sure that's thing. what we were trying to sure avoid, thing, brother. <laughs> and I, well, I've said this before, but I distinctly remember playing a golf game that had a, a ball. Yeah, yeah, we a, did a roller ball. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I remember that. So the way you controlled what you're doing for the whole game, I think there was buttons. Yeah, but it was, the, it was, it to, was... to navigate the menu and stuff. It was one of those big half a whole ball, but you could only see half of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's factually correct, isn't it? A whole ball, but you can only see half of it. Couldn't even see half of it. You just see the top. Oh, the top half. But the whole ball presumably was in the. Was, was well, the whole ball was there because you, the... you were constantly spinning it. Yeah. Yeah, but just the top of it was on show. Yeah. As you say, we went over the overpass to Wembley Arena. Yes. This was one of the show, or one of the shows, where from the range we were at, because you were down in the Yeah, we the were floor, down in the front, yeah, the stalls, so to speak. Myself and the house ambassador were in the seated section. Yeah. From where we were, it looked like they were wearing jump- jumpsuits. But what they were actually wearing was these... These shirt and trouser combination packs. You, I'll show you the photo. Yeah, I, yes. It, um, that's it. Yes, exactly. They did look like jumpsuits. From range, they looked oh, like... Oh, it was lovely. From yeah. range, they looked like jumpsuits. But actually, they're quite intricate bits of kit. Yeah. Four different colours. The swan's in blue. The myth's in green. Uh, Flea has got pink hair now and is in a lighter blue. Is that an f- actual photo taken on that night? That's that night, yeah. Yeah, wow, okay, cool. And uh, John has got his hair tied back. He doesn't look as cool there, does he? Look, with his hair tied back. Well, it's because it's because of his beard, I think. It makes him look like a pear. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, John's got red on. And what's the swan wearing? Is he wearing his puma boots? That, yeah. That, that looks like a puma, puma stripe yeah, down at the bottom. Yeah. He wouldn't take those... Once you invest in a pair of shoes for an era. Well, it looks like John's wearing Pumas as well. Yeah, John's got Pumas on. Don't think they're the boots, though. They're fond of Adidas as well. Always have been. All day I dream about sport. Yeah. Is that an urban myth? Uh, No, I don't think so. Well, I think it is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) In that case, it could be. So I I distinctly remember that gig they played I Could Have Lied, which I was absolutely over the moon to hear. Yes. Should we we look up the set list of that gig? Yeah. Can you look it up on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> you even picked your phone up. I know. I teased you. Um, I, at the time, was a fit man. Oh, mate, you were fit as a fiddle. And I took my top off at the arena. Did you? And danced around with no top on. Ah, uh, well, did the swan mention it? Did he reciprocate? He did. Oh, what? Do you think that's why he took his top off? I think he would have done it anyway. What was... Did he take it? Hang on, did he? Because they were—I thought they wore those. Oh, maybe he didn't. Maybe suits for the whole thing. <laughs> maybe anti-reciprocating. <laughs> maybe maybe he was happy for me to do it for him. Are you going on our HCP live archive? I am. Yeah. It was 1999, November. Um, I'm just accessing the site now as we speak. Okay, they opened with a, a tease of Freaky Styley. Did they? Then went straight into Around the World. Classic. Hashtag pleased. Hashtag haven't yet written, can't stop. You're going to get yours, tease. Oh, man. So that was already going on. Mate, we didn't even know. We didn't appreciate it then, I don't uh, think. No, no, didn't know. Give it away. Scar tissue. Tell you what, they're not mucking about, are they? No. Suck my kiss. Jesus. P. Okay. 
Other side, skinny, wow. sweaty man. Yeah. Okay, I mean, great. <laughs> <laughs> I could have lied. But I'll tell you what, at the time, I would have been thinking, come on. Yeah, WTF. I could have lied, yeah. Easily, if you have to ask, my lovely man. So we have some real treats here. The Guns of Brixton, Tees, Californication, Cold Sweat, that's a jam. London Calling Tees, right on time. Your pussy's glued to a building on fire. Full. Under the bridge. Great. Communication okay. breakdown. Tees. Yeah. yeah. Me and my friends. And then and that's the end of it. And then the encore was sold to squeeze, power quality, search and destroy. Hang on. Sold to squeeze? Yeah. So just, let's just go through some of these, cl- uh, pass me the phone and I'll pick out like a top five out of, that's difficult to pick out top five. Just the first five songs. Around the world. Give bang, it away. Bang. Scar tissue. Suck my kiss. P. Other side. Skinny sweaty man, which is short. And it's a good. <laughs> <laughs> You're not making it any better. Uh, right, look, that, I was waiting for a superlative. <laughs> you, you came then up, you came and now. Short. Then and now. <laughs> if I go to see them in the place, skinny sweaty man, I'll yeah. think. Uh, I want to hear the difference. E- ease off. I could have lied easily. If you have to ask, my, I'm just reading the text again. <laughs> so, my lovely man, Californication, Under the Bridge, Me and My Friends, Soul to Squeeze, Powerful Quality. What a great set list. Yeah, it was and, and, But the thing was... And again, you know, we, we're talking about how long they play for, but that's 18, that's what they do now. Yeah, that's 17, standard. 18, yeah. yeah. It was disappointing at the time, though, because it was the first time I'd seen them and... Well, not the first time I've seen them. It's the first time I've seen them and had any kind of... It's the first time you've seen them after the first time you've seen them. Yeah, but... Yeah, but... No, but... First time I've seen them and I had any kind of recollection of what's happening. <laughs> sure. Uh, and it, it was short. It felt short. Well, let's... Because we used to go and see... My experience at that time was seeing the gigs I've been to predominantly... <laughs> yeah, okay. For Neil Diamond. Yeah. Who would regularly play for two and a half hours. Yeah, oh, yes. Extreme, yeah. They would play for a couple of hours. Yeah, REM <laughs> for a couple of hours. A couple of hours. Uh, anyone else at that point? Oh uh, yeah, Little Angels. I'd seen. Good. A uh, couple of hours. Yes. Sure. <laughs> that was the benchmark, and, an hour, and an hour and a half felt felt short. Yeah. Well, it is. It still feels short. Yeah, it does. But it, but the house ambassador said that felt short mm. well it does it does feel short mm. but got that lovely big top so anyway here we go then into that was our recollections of Wembley 1999 Wembley Arena then I took my top off oh yeah talk to me about your body what did it look like at, uh, the, at time? the time it was hairless hairless and svelte Ooh, lovely use of the word svelte spell svelte S V E. L-T? Close. You need to add another E. Two E's. One at the end. Yep. Fine. Yeah, I was a goddess. Now I was a god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going into the socials. Into the socials we go. If you'd like to email in, if you want to be part of the competition, select my book. Please join us at Ben Townsend Music 
at hotmail.com. Just got to name those three words. Now, don't name the words, name the song that the words come from. On Twitter, I am at UniversityRHCP. On Insta, I am University Speaking RHCP underscore pod. Sam, what are you? On Twitter, I am at Stack Townsend. Great. Anything else? No. No, that's enough. And we're just going to leave you now. We've thoroughly enjoyed the celebration of good old 1999. The year that things really got going. And we're going to end this by just saying this. It's been a baby and it's very sweet. The holy roller coaster, but I'm on my feet. Take me to the river, let me on your show. And I'll be coming back, baby, I'll be coming back for more. Zooka dinka danka zinka gong gong bedinka dinka bela bada kong kong ding. I cannot forget, but I will not endeavor. Simple pleasures are much better, but I won't regret it never.